Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast. This is episode one. I am Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today, we're going to be talking about Hirobi Death's Whale. Now, hit that sweet, sweet theme song. Hey, Ryan. It's uh, our first official episode. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Uh, not a whole lot. We've been, we're back here in the, the beautiful studio overlooking the one of the Saskatchewan rivers. Yep. And, and this time... We remembered before we started to pull the shades down so the sun as we cast doesn't get more and more into my eyeballs and I have to lean further and further away from the mic. You were sitting on the floor during the last episode. It was kind Uh, of funny. And just like the Zata episode, we have to record this one too because I wasn't talking into the mic far enough. Yes, yes we are. Well, I I honestly think I forgot to turn your mic on. But those are, what do you call those? Hiccups. (laughs) Hiccups. They're growing pains. (laughs) Recording without a mic on? I don't want to grow on? anymore. No, no, no. We'll just make sure we get the rest of these right from now on forever. That's important. Yeah. Yes. So where do we start? We should probably start with some cleanup from our last episode about oh, Zada. Yeah, Zada. Um, okay, so we were talking about the cost of the deck. Okay, so I've got the cost of Zada right. I had the cost of Zada right in front of me. Uh, we said your deck without fetch lands was... 175 bucks, 150 bucks. It was, yeah, it was not that expensive. It's very but budget. When you entered it into Tapped Out, you entered a bunch as foils. Yes. Almost all of them. Yes. And I know Pleb. You know Pleb. And the foil kind of designation that you give the card makes it worth more monies. Yes. So realistically, if you wanted to play zero foils, like my Zada deck, because yep. I'm plebbing out on purpose <laughs> right. for the exception of the fetch lands. You take those fetch lands out, replace them with mountains, zero foils. You're looking at like nothing, no monies for that deck. Yeah, the deck is basically draft mean. commons. Yeah, you go garbage. To your, go to your local store, hand them the list. First, they'll laugh at you. Then they'll send you the commons box to find all the cards in the deck. And you'll be there all day finding them, but, but it's yeah. not going to cost you very much at all. So. Yeah, it's pocket change. So if you're look, if you're listening to our first episode and you really really liked the deck, it sounded cool. Go out, try it. It's going to cost you like twenty bucks. Yeah, very cool. Were there any other corrections we needed to make? No, but we definitely needed to talk about going up hardcore against the church. Yes. CCO. CCO podcast. Coalition for Christian Outreach. They stole our email address. They stole everything from us. They stole our branding, our name, our email, everything. Yeah. CCO, that's we, us. We can't even technically call ourselves the CCO podcast. Mm. Isn't that the worst? That is the worst thing. We'll have to use longhand. Commander the, Cookout. Commander Cookout. We are cooking out with commanders. Yeah. Oh, we're cooking out today too. We're having a barbecue after this. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great. We're gonna, what are we what are we barbecuing? Uh yeah. My wife's picking up steak. Oh, I love steak. I wanted nachos on the barbecue. Nachos I had a taco bake so yesterday though, so she's probably feeling a little bit Mexican out. How? She's picking up steaks for us. Yeah, I know. Me- Mexican yeah. food and Greek food, the two best kinds of foods that there are. Speaking of uh, Mexican food, you hear we're getting a Taco Bell? <coughs> oh, the, wor- the worst of all Mexican food? Uh, yeah, but I feel like you can get like 10 tacos for 10 bucks. That's true. It's like eating Taco Time's garbage. I'm down. That's Unless a, Taco okay. Bell is thinking about sponsoring us, in which case... 10 tacos for 10 Lord bucks? Was, you yeah. heard it here first. Let's do it, yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell's great. <laughs> so, speaking of things that can kill you by looking at them, today we're going to talk about Hirobi's death. Well, how's that for a segue? Oh. So good. You work in radio. I can tell. Mm, that is excellent. Hirobi Deathswale. Hirobi's Deathswale is Let me our... bring him up. We got our, all the info we need. He's our spicy commander of the, the week. Should we read him? I'll read him. You read him. Okay, Hirobi Deathswale. He is a 4-4 legendary creature spirit. He's a... Uh, he costs black, black, two, flying. Whenever a creature becomes the target of a spell or ability, destroy that creature. What sets you from? Ooh, champions of Kamigawa. So you know he sucks. That's terrible. Right, you're building a deck around this, you know you got your work cut out for you. (laughs) Yeah. What's the best card in the deck? Uh, It's the only instant. I was going to say Hirobi, but if if we're getting right into it. Yeah, come on, no, you got to... Touch of Darkness. There it is. Well, we're going to talk about Touch of Darkness in a minute. Yes, we are. It's going to be so good. But that's that's to give you a primer on what we're we're doing here today (laughs) and how... Everybody's saying, what, what... He's, what is that? What? Why? What's that even from? 
I'm, but I'm not going to... Oh, just read it. Just so read it now. Well, I got to bring the up the actual... It's got a novel worth of text on yes. it because it's from Legends. Instant. And it's so bad it's never been reprinted. Costs black. Any number of target creatures become black until end of turn. So, yeah. Remember, you go back to Hirobi, whenever something becomes the target, it dies. So if you target all of your opponent's stuff... For one black mana, it's a one-sided board wrath. At, at instant speed. At instant speed. Oh. So super good card in this deck, but not very spicy because... It's in every Hirobi Every Hirobi deck plays it. It's got yeah. like a 74% uh, match rate or whatever it's called on edhrec.com. So yeah. let's talk about that for a minute. We sure. are going to use stats from edhrec.com. We're going to compare our deck list here, Hirobi, uh, to the average... I guess EDH rec deck list. Yeah, you would right? generate. You click generate deck. Yeah, you get the average. Yeah, we're gonna go into the uh, the the deck recipe a little bit. We're gonna talk about how much it costs. We're gonna talk how to play it. We're gonna talk about Brando's list versus, you know, maybe some suggestions that he got on our tapped out page. Um, CCO podcast at tappedout.net If you wanna check out some of the however deck that works, yeah, you can search CCO podcast on tapped out and we come up, man. Yeah. No Christian coalition outreach there. Yeah, they don't have a tapped out page. Good. So, I mean... It's one thing we took from them. Yeah, and they're not getting it back. Damn right. Damn, damn it. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get into it. So, Hirobi, he is mostly a control type of commander, right? Yeah. He's going to mostly kill you with commander damage yep. while keeping the board clear, right? Yep. Uh, any chance for... Killing anybody with infect in this deck. I've got a little note that says commander damage slash infect. What I is that about? I have a blightsteel colossus. Ooh, blightsteel. It's a beating. And I mean, it sounds outrageous, but with Hirobi's target with anything, anything ability, he's usually got a pretty clear path in. And he himself, meaning the colossus, is immune to Hirobi's abilities. Yeah. Which So it looks like there's a couple guys in here with indestructible. Right? Yes. Colossus is one of them. So if I... Oh, excuse me. I just said Subway. The worst. Onion. Onion yeah, burp. I can smell that. Can you? Thanks. Sorry. Yeah. Open uh, a window. If I giant growth your Blightsteel Colossus, it would normally die if Correct. it was um, with Hirobi on the table, but yep. because it's indestructible, it doesn't die. It gets bigger. And you look like a fool. Yeah. It doesn't need to get bigger because it'll already one-shot you. Yeah. Um, but that is one of the kind of cool interactions that you have with Hirobi is indestructible. Any of the equipments give it indestructible? Are there equipments that do that? Well, you have to target deck? things to equip them. Oh, no. That's one of the fun things about Hirobi is it changes the game. You want to mm -hmm. pump your guy? Sweet. You want to put an enchantment on him? Awesome. Are you playing a Voltron general? Your deck kind of sucks now. Yep. Because Hirobi is there to stop it. Yep. It, it changes everybody's game plan but yours. And that's why this deck is filled with so many cards that are kind of... No, we, we're going to talk about this later on. There are a bunch of black staple cards in it just mm -hmm. because they're really good and they work really good with Hirobi. Yeah, Hiro if, if, you, if you think about it again as a mono-black control-type deck, you're going to put a bunch of the mono-black control-type cards in it. Now, doesn't mean it's not spicy. Correct. Mostly because Hirobi's not that popular. Right. And... You know, whenever you play it, I don't know why it's not more popular because it is actually super fun. It's 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 crazy good. And, and and it, it's not so it's fun. most of the time it's very disheartening. It's funny at first, and it's like, oh yeah, or somebody new comes to the game or, or in, into your group and they've never seen it. It's the kind of thing that you whip out and say, oh yeah, now this is happening, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh man, that's crazy. Well, uh, yeah, mm. no, right? <laughs> I'll put my G on my O. Mm. I'll make my guy into O. Give my guy. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Nope. Yep. Good try. Yep. yep. Nice try. I'll attack into you. You will die on my desert. Exactly. Or, uh, okay, I'm going to equip my whoever, Voltron Commander yep. Dude, with whatever. But before I do that, I'm going to terminate Hirobi. Oh, really? Tap my desert or tap yeah. my Maze of Ith. Target something, it dies. Yep. Hirobi dies. And then. Your guy goes too. He can do, your opponent can do whatever he wants. But so, okay, so let's talk about that. Kill Hirobi, what happens? 
goes, costs, he costs like four, right? He costs four, yeah. There's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of ways of getting him, A, out of the graveyard. So if you're really ballsy, you can play this this deck where Hirobi goes into your yard and you bring him back. There's lots of ways to bring him back Let's out of there. Let's talk about that in a minute because yeah. that's not the, uh, I guess, the standard operating procedure for Co Commander. Commander dies, where is he going? Command zone. Most of the yeah. time. That's right? why you play all the... The mana doublers and stuff. That's your. Let's talk about those. Yeah, that's your unspice. That's when. That's where a lot of your unspice comes from because you got your unspice. That's yeah. like five spice except un. It's except negative five, basically. It's like the, <laughs> they're like they're so little fun. You're playing. <laughs> you're playing. Oh, yeah, you're playing black. These cards are just there. You got Nirkana Revenant. You got the Crypt Gas. You gas, got uh, Caged Sun. Caged Sun Power. Gauntlet of Power? Gauntlet of Power. I Gauntlet was going to say power. power Artifact, but that's not... Not right. the same thing. Gauntlet no. of Power. Okay, so if, if we get into Cryptgast, for example, he's um, Spirit 2-2. Two, two. He's the same like Hirobi. I wonder if that's a little tribal thing going on there. Could be. Nah. Uh, no. no, he's there because Just, he gives yeah, me more mana. Exactly. He's there because he says, uh, whenever you tap a Swamp for mana, add black to your mana pool, in addition to the other mana that the land produces. So yeah. mana doubler. Exactly. Right? Uh, what are the other ones you named there? Not Nirkana. I thought it was Nirkana. Sure not Drana. It's uh, Nirkana Revenant. It's Nirkana Revenant. It's yeah, the same the thing, same but thing. it's a 4 4 for 6 or a 5 5 for 6. It's just a bigger one. 4 4 for 6. Yeah, it doesn't Doubles have extort, mana. but it's basically the same thing. Caged Sun makes your dudes bigger, makes your mana tap for more. Gauntlet yeah, of Power Gauntlet makes of power, black things same bigger. Exact thing. more. Yeah, if we we'd give it a quick read here. Ooh, and Tapped Out even has the, uh, the masterpiece. Is that what they're called? I think so. Inventions are from Kaladesh. And the expeditions are from Zendikar, but they're no. all called the Masterpiece Cycles. Is that what is that? I think, I think so. Uh, five, as Gauntlet Power enters the battlefield, choose a color. Black. Black. Uh, Never pick anything other than black. Chosen pro tip. color get plus one, plus one. Yep. Whenever a basic land taps for mana of the chosen color, get an extra one. Yep. Yeah. Cage Sun essentially does the same thing, except it's not a basic land. It's whenever a land's ability adds one or more mana of the chosen color add an additional one. And it's only for you. And it's only for you. That's Which is right. good, yeah. Which is, and, and Gauntlet of Power, of course, is uh, creatures of the chosen color. Yeah. And uh, basic lands of the chosen type. So if I'm playing mono black too, that benefits me. Exactly. So you never want to do that. Well, you do, because it's going to benefit me more, but... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you've got the mana doublers to make it so you can cast your commander again and again and again. Yeah, Hirobi is going to die a lot. Like, if you're playing this deck... After again the first time, people are laughing. Ha ha ha! This is kind of fun. This is funny. It's making the game different. The Eventually, people are going to get sick of it, and they're going to start killing Hirobi virtually immediately. You're going to have one he chance. Falls to, victim to his own ability. Yeah. Right. All the time. Yeah. Every. Which time. is fine. I mean, any anybody who does something like this does that, but yeah, uh, or can fall victim to their own ability. But uh, Hirobi, like, especially so, because he is essentially not letting the other people have have their game. It's like, you know, when you think about Hirobi, he kind of reminds me of uh, like Talran Sky Summoner, right? Talran is the blue guy. When you cast an instant, instant or sorcery, you get a 2-2 two, two flying drake. Sure. Right? And everything that Talran plays is going to be an instant or sorcery, like a, a card draw spell to draw you into counter magic. Right. Or bounce, right? Yeah. Mass bounce or targeted bounce, counter spells, and you know you go to play something. If I'm playing Talrand, you play something, uh, and I have Talrand in play. I counter it and get a dude, yep. right? You play something, I counter it and get a dude, right? Hirobi kind of works like that too, where everything that you play when you're playing Hirobi targets something else. So yep. you've got Hirobi on the battlefield, and you target something, kill a dude. Yep. Target something, kill a dude, and if, if you like Talrand, if you like that mono-style control deck, maybe this is a more spicy option because everybody hates Talrand. Yes, 100% so, of people hate Talrand. And I think... Even people who play Talrand don't usually like him. Yeah. And in, I'm going to check EDH rec right now because I think mono blue, Talrand Sky Summoner, number one commander, 622 decks. Jesus. And it's funny, uh, blue, blue, two, converted mana cost of four, same like Hirobi. Same, right? same, same difference. Just, yeah. just switch your islands out for swamps. Yeah. And it's the same kind of pain too. That, that like, 
do I want to do this? It's going to die anyway. Do I really want to play? Yeah, any well, of this? he's probably just going to counter it anyways. Like, uh, yeah. And you're, right? Once Hirobi kind of locked the board down, then yeah, that, I mean, you get a couple of the lands that target. You get like an Avatar of Woe in play, which is, um, or a Viscera of the Dreadful. You play Viscera? I do not play Viscera. We were going to talk about that, I think, in the. Uh, but you play Avatar of Woe. Well, I do play Avatar of Woe. Avatar of Woe. Yeah. Tap, destroy target creature. Works whether you have. Herobio yeah, we're not, Herobio right? not, yeah. Avatar of Woe is uh, black, black, six for an avatar, six, five. And it costs six less to play if the combined total number of creatures in all graveyards is ten. Ten? Yeah. Ten. And you'll get more. there really quick, depending yeah. on how many people you're playing with and what kind Especially of Especially with Herobi. Yeah. Yeah. And it just says tap, destroy target creature, can't be regenerated. Boom. So It's like the blackest thing. Yeah, that's kind of the stuff there. And when you look at when you look at the enchantments that you have in here, a lot of them do the same thing. You've got attrition, which lets you sack a creature to destroy target non-black creature. You've got um, this unspeakable symbol that we pay life to kill things. Oh, unspeakable symbol! I love that yeah. card. And it's so and it's so bad oh, in it's, any no, other. No, it's so good in any other situation. It's so bad, but in Harobi, it's you know a, where it's good, Karloff. Of course it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's of course it's good. Because you have like 60 life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, unspeakable symbol. If anybody doesn't know this card, I love it. Put it in put it in anything. I don't care what you put it in because you have 40 life. Yeah. And it's it's an enchantment. Black, black, one. Pay three life, colon. <laughs> put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature, which means in this deck, pay three life, kill something. Yep. Which is great. It's always, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrific. It's great. Yeah, and if you're playing your Blightsteel Colossus and they're blocking, I mean, if you really, really, really want to kill them, you can pay Blightsteel has pay trample. Some, you can pay some life in and get over there. It is. Yeah, so I guess, okay, so Blightsteel's getting blocked with a a 5-5. Five five. Yeah. He's got trample. He's going to trample over for six commander. If you needed yep. to give him plus four, just pay 12 life. Yep. Poof. Yep. Dead. What's 12 yep. life? Exactly. Well, yeah. Lost. 12 life can be lost because people, are, people life, will but. be hating you playing Herobis. So you're going to take, right, but you're, gonna take but some you're, damage. You're killing those people. Yeah, but, <laughs> because but they're dying way faster. Symbol than, yeah. And Blightsteel. Exactly. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're stupid. Why are we stupid? Uh, if you have Herobi, maybe you don't have Herobi and you have Unspeakable yeah, Symbol out. If that's you, what I'm if thinking. If you have Herobi, you don't target Blightsteel no. and pay 12. No, you no. target their blocker. Yes, oh, every so time. Stupid. Well, no, it's just because sometimes Herobi's going to die. Sometimes Herobi's going to cost 32. And that sounds ridiculous, but I've had Herobi cost 32. Yeah, that's right. So that's being said, okay, Herobi costs 32. We we go to, uh, I guess, the second line of play if Herobi dies. Let's put him in the graveyard. Yep. Right? So what do we got here? We've got... Animate dead. Yep. Get get a dude back from your graveyard to play. Yep. Right. Can also work on an opponent's fatty if they have something that's better than Hirobi, or if Hirobi's in your command zone and you just want to steal some stuff. Yep. Oh, hold on a sec. I, I like this one too. Gate to Phyrexia. Black, black. Sack a creature. Destroy target artifact. Um, or if the kill a creature if the artifact is a creature. Yeah. I mean, artifact creatures are statistically yeah. the easiest thing to destroy, I think. Yeah. But I like that one because it's another just free do a thing. Yep. I like that card. Gate to Phyrexia. 11 bucks. Yeah. Well, it's, wow. it's artifact removal in black. Ooh. It's yeah, artifact it. removal for black. That's it's, it. I think that's it might it. be the artifact And it does it in a very black, black way, hey? Yeah. Kill my own guy. Yep. Kill your thing. Exactly. I don't care what your thing is. I'm just going to kill it. Yeah. And my guy's going to come back As long as it's an eventually. artifact, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else we got here? We've got put target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. Yeah. That's Haunted Crossroads. That's an enchantment. Pay black to do that. So you're only ever drawing into the thing that is coming back from your graveyard. Yep. But when that thing is going to let you continue clear the path for your Blightsteel Colossus. Yep. Or it is your Blightsteel Colossus. Uh, it, yeah, like you, it, it could yeah. be because you do this at instant speed when Blightsteel hits your graveyard. When it triggers yeah. to shuffle back in before that trigger resolves, you get it back on top of your library. Well, then I guess you shuffle it elsewhere into your graveyard. Damn it. I'm what? looking at that wrong. Well, because you put it back on top and then you shuffle the library. Oh, yeah. yeah so it still goes away. Dang. Dang. That's why you got. That's why you need more tutors. 
Yep. But we're not talking about Tudors yet. We're not yet. talking about Tudors We'll get there. We're talking about reanimation for yep. Hirobi. We've got Oversold Cemetery. We've got Phyrexian Reclamation. We've got... I'm just reading them through because... They all uh, do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they all do the same thing. They get your guy back. Yeah. Tortured Existence. You've got... He's back into play. He's back into your hand. He's back on top yeah. of your rubber. He's coming Beacon back. Beacon of Unrest. He comes back into the battlefield. Yep. And then, you sh- then that grit gets shuffled back in so you can reuse that. Yep. 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 Um, so you're getting them back. Yep. Getting them back. He's he's always there. And when you look at the, the deck, actually, I was looking at it after last time we talked about this. I don't have a lot of targeted removal spells. Most of my removal comes from my land. Yeah, general things that target or yeah. mass removal. Exactly. Like I don't have and a lot of... And your mass removal package, that's kind of the biggest cost inhibitor if you want to play this deck. Yep. Um, let's talk about that real quick. We've got All is Dust. And All is Dust at 10 bucks is not that extravagantly costed, but I mean, it's... It's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. Ashes to Ashes, very cheap. Kills two things. Now, we talked about this in the original recording, and I don't remember why it's in there. It says Exile, right? Because it removes two things, things that from have the Shroud. Game. No, it removes things that are indestructible. Yes. Because you can't kill indestructible things with that belong Hirobi. to other people with Hirobi. So you play Ashes to Ashes and Exile. Them. Correct. Ooh, yeah. Spicy. You've thought of it all. Yes. I've learned to kill everything. Here's the kicker. We're talking about mass removal or multi-card removal spells. Damnation. Ooh. Oh, $57. Are you serious? Yeah. Every do you time, think? Every time I look, it costs more. Do you think, Hirobi, pause. Do you think that Damnation is going to be uh, the next in the next Masterpiece cycle? Do you think it's going to be an Amonkhet? Have you seen any of the Amonkhet full art lands? No. Yes, those I've seen. So you've seen them? Yes. And you've seen the big bolus horns, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert, there's nickel boluses in this set. It's Egyptian-based, and they've got those big bolus horns. I, I have think... the repent pyramid. Oh, yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I saw online? You know what I saw online? I saw um, uh, first Amonkhet spoiler, and it was a Arabian Nights pyramid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Yes. Um, Amonkhet spoiler, camel. <laughs> <laughs> So good. That if it's just a bunch of Arabian Nights reprints, just the whole sets, just a bunch of that terrible would be sick. cards. What if they printed like Juzam Jin? They would never do that. Bazaar of Baghdad. That wasn't Bazaar of Baghdad. Yeah, that was in Arabian Nights. Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking wizards. Is that on the reserve list? Yeah, it is. Is is that? I don't think Juzam Jin is. I think he was uncommon. Oh I, yeah, the Jin. The Jin. Just play Frexian Scuda, everybody. It's way better. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, the full art lands. Yep. Excellent. Amaket looks excellent. Looks probably, like lots of fun. Probably going to see gods back again, right? Just yep. like we did in Theros. Some Egyptian with those, gods. With those five Egyptian god pictures that they spoiled. One's yep. got like an alligator for a head, a snake, a cat, yeah. a dog, and a bird. Just like in... Just like, like in Egypt. Ra and Set and I don't know all their names. All their names. Yeah, I saw it all online. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Those big bolus horns look an awful lot like the Talon Gates that are on Dominaria. And what I think is Amonkhet is just built around those um, those giant bolus horns. And the five basic land arts are showing the same bolus horns from a different vantage point. And those are a portal to Dominaria. And we're going back to Dominaria. That'd be really cool. And Tezzeret from um, Kaladesh was talking about the, uh, the planar bridge. And he said, finally, it's complete. Now the real work can start. Well... We're talking about Nicobolus on Amonkhet. Talking about Tezzeret, who's like his slave. He works for him. What if he's taking the planar bridge technology and plugging into those Talon Gate giant horns on Amonkhet, and he creates a portal back to Dominaria? And that is really and he's cool. Yeah. Thwart Nicobolus's plans. That'd be awesome. And if that's not the plan, and somebody from Wizards hears that, copyright. Yeah. Yeah, that's ours. You can use it, but we want some money. What an, uh, or we want our damn Gmail account back from CCU Podcast. CCO Podcast. Whatever. <laughs> Them too. The other thing that I want to see in Amonkhet, just because we're talking about it now, I want to see the damn Super Friends lose. Everything that they've been doing is like, oh, yeah, we win. Emrakul's in the moon. Oh, yeah, this and whatever. They revolt. And oh, yeah, we're picking up new friends everywhere. It's like a damn 90s cartoon. Yeah. it kind of, Yeah. Just start... Start greasing them. Yeah. Just mow a few of them down. Yeah. Like, Chandra hasn't had a good card 
in really ever. ever. So, yeah, kill her. She's useless. Yeah, her story's over. We're leaving Kaladesh. Yeah, Lily's on every card. No demand. You can kill her. Yeah. Jace has got every single different kind of planeswalker you can imagine. And he's kind of the leader or whatever, right? Yeah. Like kill him. Elspeth died. What's wrong with killing off a few more? Yeah. And kill we him. could they could totally Dragon Ball Z the crap out of it and make up something that says, oh, we can get planeswalkers back from the dead or whatever. Yeah. And get them back in future sets. Like Urza Planeswalker, if we go back to Dominaria, we can bring him back from the dead. Awesome. Or wherever he is. For the first time ever on a card. Ooh, that would be so sick. That'd be very good. Would he be five color? No, I don't think mm. he would. He's from like before the reckoning or whatever they call it in the storyline when planeswalkers mm. were more powerful than they are now. There was like a, a great weakening of whatever yeah. blind eternity's the magic they in the feed force. off of. Yeah. There's a disturbance of the force. Yeah, back when the magic story used to be like good. Yeah. Brothers, Alla Brothers War and such. Yeah. When it was meant to be read and enjoyed and not meant to sell cards. Yeah, well, I think it's still... Not. No. I think it's still sold cards. Is that not how, how it works? Well, it sold cards. But it sold they wrote cards novels. On, and you know what? They used yeah. to get good authors to write the novels for these books. Yeah. And now they... Do they even they, still do books? Well, I don't no, think they, they stopped do doing books because nobody's reading them because they were getting crap authors to do them. Yeah. And they started doing like internet storytelling based stuff that coincided with set releases and they they tried comics for a while and the comics uh, were neat cuz they had promos in them yeah i mean i don't know i wish that they went back to books and the storyline was actually good i think that they're trying to tell the story too personally now like it's it's about this one person or this one mm. thing where before it was like an epic like a multi-millennial epic when you think about the Thran and Yawgmoth and him creating Phyrexia and then Phyrexia invading Dominaria and Sarah's realm. It was like, it took thousands of years to tell these stories. It's, 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 yeah. it's almost like Lord of the Rings or Narnia where you're, you're removed from the world that you used to live in and you didn't age and you came back and all this stuff is different because time never stopped in your world or, yeah. um, you talk about Lord of the Rings, how the ring was made in whatever the first age or what or the second. Yeah, the, it was the, thousands of years ago. Thousands right? of years ago, however it works, right? Like yeah. that was cool storytelling. Now it's yes. like, oh, here's your here's Jace here's your, riding in. Yeah, here's Jace riding in, and he's gonna do something. Yeah. And nobody cares because shape of whale, form of bucket of water, super friends hoe. Yeah. Take the oath type thing. Throw them into a volcano. It's, it's ridiculous. Ugh, it's terrible. What, what are we a, talking about? What a drag. Yeah. yeah. Let's just change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already did. We should change it back yeah. to Hirobi, which is awesome. Hirobi. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, so we talked about some reanimation. We talked about uh, the, I guess, the mass removal mini package that's in there. Yeah. Um, we. Let's talk about the targeted removal and where yeah, it comes let's, from. You, you tell me about that. Because it comes from the land. Your land is your removal package. How cool is that? Like a lot uh, yeah. of your spells are mass removal. You have creatures that are removal spells, but your your rattlesnake card, your don't attack me or I'll kill your dude, every single time is your land. <laughs> yeah. People are afraid of your land. Let's, and let's, how many creatures have protection from land? Not very many. Not very damn many. <laughs> and I'll bet you nobody plays them either They're because they terrible. all suck. Probably terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna look one up here in a second yes. to find out what those things are. But yes. let's read one of these lands. Okay, desert. Sure. Land. Desert. 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 Yep. Tap. Add one to your mana pool. Great. That's a land. I, I can play it play it in hope of Girapur. Yay. Yeah. Also, tap. Desert deals one damage to target attacking creature. Uh-oh. It's great. Kill target, bro. It, it also says uh, activate this ability only during the end of combat step. So yeah. realistically, you've been hit. You've been hit, or somebody's hitting somebody else, and you just let that happen because you don't care. It's not you, exactly. But then you kill it. <laughs> yeah, you get them anyway. But there are uh, some other better. There's one. Was Oasis. Yes. <laughs> this is even worse. Yes. Okay. Wait. Desert was terrible. Desert's a terrible card. It, it's terrible. And it's even more terrible that it made the cut for From the Vault Realms. Yeah. It was in that. Uh -huh. Terrible. Yeah. Oasis, tap. Prevent the next one damage that would be dealt to target creature this turn. Doesn't even tap for mana. Doesn't even tap for mana. And 
it's funny because you'd think that normally Oasis saves you. Yeah. Not anymore. No, no, no. no. Now it makes you die. And it's awesome. You don't want that. You don't want no Oasis. I'll bet you they reprint that in this new set too. Yeah. Here, here's another one. Here's you talk about real stinker. Yeah. Urborg. Yes. Not, <laughs> not Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth. Which is also in there. Which is also in there. Twenty-seven dollars. No, that's the foil one. Yeah, that's the foil one. Regular runs like ten bucks. Yeah. Urborg, legendary land. Yeah. Tap gives you a black or tap target creature ah. loses. Ooh. First strike or a swamp walk until end of turn. <laughs> oh, man. When would you ever play that? That's so terrible. In Hirobi, you play that. That's when That's when you play it. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? I yeah. found I was going through one so, of my- And here's the thing. The way that it's worded, and anybody, correct me if I'm wrong, is it says target creature. Oh, I just sounded so Canadian there. I said yeah. target. Target. Target creature. <laughs> Loses first strike or swamp walk until end of turn. Doesn't matter if they have first strike or swamp walk. Yeah. Because you're targeting it. Yep. Hirobi's ability goes on the stack. And whether it resolves or not, the creature's already been targeted. Yep. And then it drops dead. Oof. So good. I think there's also an, one in there that gives protection from artifacts. Um, it's uh, Tower of the Magistrate. Tower of the Magistrate. It gives you colorless, or you can tap it and pay one. Target creature gains protection from artifacts until end of turn. Or target creature eats shit forever. Yep. Yep. It's great. Like your people are afraid of your land. You being untapped isn't. Oh, what's he gonna cast? What's he gonna do? It's like, well, I can't attack into him. He'll kill my guy with his freaking land. And it's a good feeling. I also play that uh, the thing where you fortify a land so that you can tap the land to buff a creature. Oh, yeah. Or in this case, make it die. Darkstill Garrison, that's yeah. the card. Yeah. They should print more of those. Those were cool. Yeah, I like, I like those. those. So if we're looking at, a, like, four lands that can kill stuff, we're looking at um, a bunch of things that let you target stuff, yep. like, that are enchantments. We're looking at three or four different mass removals or multi-creature removals on one card, like Ashes to Ashes. You probably got 10 or 11 ways to just straight-up kill something. Yep. With Hirobi, right? It's, yep. Without them, there's significantly less, but you're always going to have them. Correct. Time. Now, the other thing we've got in here when we talk about um, reanimation spells and, and the couple that you have to, let's say, sacrifice a creature to to activate like Gate of Phyrexia, like Haunted Crossroads, we've got a few guys that come back or regenerate or recur themselves a la Bloodgast. Bloodgast, Reassembling Skeleton, I think Nercon, not Nercon Reverend, uh, Nether Trader's in there. Nether Trader, yeah. Now, I'm going to read Nether Trader because lots of people might not know what that is. And, oh, foil again, I was going to say. Eight bucks? Yeah. Foil. Foil. I ain't no pleb. Who? Wh- why is this an $8 foil? What's the deal? Let's read it. Spirit. Another spirit. Boom. Coat of arms. Put it in. <laughs> Don't put it in. No. Spirit. Black, black, haste, shadow. So shadow, this creature can only be blocked by creatures, block and be blocked by creatures with shadow. Whenever another creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay one, or sorry, you may pay black. If you do, return nether trader from your graveyard to the battlefield. Recurs himself. We talk about bloodgast, landfall. When a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may return bloodgast from your graveyard to the battlefield. We've got Puppeteer Click. That one is when it enters the battlefield, put target creature card from, oh, that's an opponent's graveyard, yeah. sorry, onto the battlefield tapped. If it gets targeted, you kill it, right? Yeah. You've got... There's a reassembling skeleton in there, too. Reassembling you skeleton. Just, you, you just pay two and bring them back. Yeah. To the battlefield. Yep. None of this to your hand bullshit. Why do you need this? Why do you need these guys? See, well, the main reason, besides being able to sack them to stuff like Haunted Crossroads and all that other kind of fun stuff, is I have an Eldrazi monument in there. Yep. And the Eldrazi monument needs... Sackable dudes. Sackable bros. And there they are. Yep. And it makes Hirobi indestructible. Yep. And once Hirobi is indestructible, you are... Bashian. You are laughing. Bashian. I see another one in here. Buried alive. Search your library for up to three creature cards. Put them into your graveyard. Finds all three of those dudes. That's a sorcery for three mana. Yep. Finds all three of those dudes, you can just get them back. Yep. As early as turn three. 
Yep. As early as turn two, because you're playing Soul Ring, right? Yep. Absolutely, you are. Um, yeah, you buried alive them, and then you get them back. Yeah. I mean, turn two, you can actually get the Blood Ghast already. If you play your land after you've played Buried Alive, you can get a dude and set up your recursion package for virtually your entire deck for the rest of the game forever. Mm -hmm. it, it's very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's good. It's super sweet. And I mean, the game, it, it does tend to drag the game on. Like, we're talking about all these ways of, like, oh, get Hirobi back. Here's how you kill dudes. How do you win? You're winning by attacking with a 4 4 with flying. That's how you're winning in games. Yeah. Which is pretty slow. It's, right? it's super it's slow. It's slow like, because the 4 4 that you're attacking with, with, with flying, costs 4 mana or 6 or 8 or 10. Or 36. Thir yeah. It, right? It, yeah, it gets up there and costs right quick. And that's basically how you're going to win. Like, we have Blightsteel. We talk about Blightsteel. He's one guy. And he's going to get pathed. The odds are you're going to play him and they're going to path him. He's going to get to swing at nobody. Yeah. Because they're going to path him. You oh, no, you don't shuffle him in because he gets exiled. Yeah. Right? So it's... And we, we I mentioned it before when I said you should play more tutors. You should find Blightsteel. That seems like a very reasonable way to win. Absolutely. If you're playing in... Um, a game with other control decks or other decks that have a lot of targeted removal mm -hmm. or just a lot of or against a lot of decks that have things that target in yeah. general doesn't Which, even need to be removal and you can run into some really screwball stuff like you're playing elves and they've got a something that taps to put a counter on some other dude or like, yes, every so often you'll something. run into somebody who can abuse Hirobi almost as effectively <laughs> as you do yeah those games are interesting they're spicy, so to speak. Everything just dies. Yeah, they change the whole play experience. Spicy when you talk about a unique game experience. Right? Yes, that's awesome. Even even, uh, even, even if, if you, you might not be playing, like if you're playing an elf ball deck, you know what you're going up against, right? Yeah. Just pretty much mono green storm into uh, Azuri Renegade Leader or Crater Hoof or um, Beastmaster Ascension, yeah. or something that's going to pump your whole team or uh, Fury of the Horde gives everybody plus one and in fact, right? Yeah. On that same note, F you Joe, F you Clayton, F you Joel. Who else plays elf ball? F all y'all. Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, I like it. I think it's fun. Let's talk yes. about the. I guess to round out the rest of the deck, we talked about some just regular good stuff. Yeah, just black, black right? stuff. We're children. About, and well, I'm I'm looking at the land base first. I'm thinking Bajuka sure. Bog, mono black. Staple. Yep, lots Let's of remove people. a graveyard from the game. Yep, lots of people bring their stuff back. Yep. Got to stop that. Cabal Coffers, another way to double. Yep. Right? Crypt of Agadium. If any of your stuff stays in your graveyard, yep. you yep. can tap two to get a black for each card in your graveyard. Yep. Give you some creature card in your graveyard. Black creature card. Right? We are looking at Lake of the Dead. I yeah. like this card. Lake and this one, non-foil, because it doesn't come in foil, truly is $11. Yes. Lake of the Dead, when it enters the battlefield... Sack a swamp. Sack a swamp, or you got to bury Lake of the Dead or sacrifice Lake of the Dead, right? Yep. Um, you can tap it for a black, yep. or you can sacrifice another swamp when you tap it. Gives you four black. That's Hirobi mana. Yeah. Or that's a double Hirobi tax. When Hirobi costs eight. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. But uh, it adds black to your mana pool, which is important because you're going to benefit off the things that double your black. Correct. Right. It's not a swamp, but it's... A very good land. If you're if you're yes. looking at playing mono black, I would pick up Lake of the Dead. Yes, they're only ever going up. It was only ever reprinted, I think, on like Vintage Masters or whatever online. So yeah. the original printing in Alliance is the only one, to my knowledge. Yeah. So if you're an MTGO pleb and you got no real friends, yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, uh, you could probably get them for cheaper. But if you're a person that likes to play around your kitchen table, like the way Magic should be played, point zero. Now's the time. 0 0.02 ticks. I don't even know what that means. It's, that means nothing to it's me. Like, it's like zero money for Lake of the Dead Online. All right. Well, it should be zero money because you're not owning anything. <laughs> we got an Ulamog in here. Uh, again, just because he's indestructible. Yeah. Excellent. We should have mentioned him whenever we were talking about uh, Blightsteel. But, of course, he doesn't have Infect. So, I mean, you can't one-shot somebody. Yeah. With however much stuff Hirobi can destroy, then you swing in with Ulamog with Annihilator 4. It's like, goodbye. Yeah. Right? You, like, what do not... you have left? A couple other non-creature things and some land. Yeah. A bunch of land if you're up into Ulamog territory in the game, right? Yeah. But it doesn't take long when you can consistently kill things and 
consistently annihilator because your guy is indestructible. Correct. But he does fall victim to the same thing if anybody has exile type removal. Right? Yeah, it, it falls victim to path and swords. But you gotta, you're probably going to be playing a game where there's going to be, say, two paths and one swords. So yeah. you don't super have to worry about yeah. that the most. Yeah, and you, you got Shieldred in here, which lets you kill a thing every upkeep. Yep. Or, or every return a thing every upkeep. Yeah, return a thing, and everybody else's upkeep, they got to sack a thing, right? Yeah. It's a mono black control card, right? Yep. You have got, and I like this one, I can't even really say it. Nefashu? Nefashu? Nefashu. Nefashu? Terrible card, except with Hirobi. Doesn't it go in like a real deck somewhere, though? He, it might go in Zombie Tribal or something. He's a zombie. Yeah. What Nefashu? Oh, no, I was thinking of, um, what's the guy? Icarid. That's who I was thinking yes. of. Yes. The art kind of reminds me. Icarid's in Dredge. Dredge, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Nefashu, let's read him. He's from Scourge. Love Scourge. Scourge is good. Scourge a la 2002? Sure. Ish? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, roughly. Oh, Brando just jacked the mic. (laughs) Nefashu. Black, black, four. Zombie mutant. Whenever a whenever Nefashu attacks, up to five target creatures each get minus one, minus one. Wrath of God. Ooh, on a stick. The wrath of God oh. coming down. Realistically, it's like a hex. Yeah. It's like a hex that you can beat in with. Yeah, but if anybody has, if there's more than five or six other creatures on in play, you're not playing the deck right, and or it, you've had a really rough yeah, go. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Okay, you tap your desert or your oasis to kill one or two blockers that one of your opponents has, and you attack that guy. And then because it's on attack, Nefashu's ability goes on the stack targeting five creatures that somebody else has, a different person. And all their stuff dies too. And everybody's feelings are hurt except yours because you're laughing at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Out loud, you're actually laughing in their faces because what are they going to do about it? Yeah. What are they going to do? You know what they're going to do? They're going to take four. Oh, look General at you damage. play a Kozilek in here as well. Of course I do. Wow, Massacre Worm, Kozilek. Man. Well, I got all that big mana, so yeah, you might I guess as well. So. Harvester of Souls. I like that guy. Whenever a creature dies, draw a card. Yep. Tap, o- tap Oasis. Target opponent loses a guy. Draw a card. Draw a card. Oh, feels good. That's good. So that's that's basically the deck. I mean, it's got some, it's got some good mono black control stuff in it, good yep. beaters in it to kind of just... And when we'd say it's basically a mono black control, it it is in the way that mono black controls are mono black controls. However, Hirobi is not a mono black control deck per se. It's a bunch of garbage cards that somehow come together to form this controly that's right mess of a deck. Like and at not, CCO podcast, that's what we're here for. We cook with garbage. Exactly. That's right. We cook with pure garbage, just like Taco Bell, unless they're sponsoring <laughs> us. In which case. Everybody eat at Taco Bell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so basically, play Hirobi, try and take over the game. It's right? super fun. Yeah. If you can't, you got your beaters as backup. Correct. Right? You got your mana doublers to get you there, yeah. or to keep you there with Hirobi. Exactly. As it were. Okay. Yeah. So what are the, those are the the kind of the main two pathways to victory? Yep. Um, you could your tertiary path would be infect with blight steel. With blight steel, if you okay. can keep them. So how do you how do you beat the deck? Keep you off Hirobi? Yes. Like forever? Yes. Keep if you, you off. If it's got... This deck doesn't work the way it's supposed to without Hirobi. Without Hirobi on the on the battlefield, you've got a bunch of cards that just don't do anything. Yeah. Like Touch of Darkness goes from being you laying waste to a Everything. civilization to... Nothing. What the hell am I going to do with this card? Why do I care to turn anything black? Yeah. Right. There's no reason for that ever, unless somebody else is swinging in and you, they have protection from black and you want to save somebody. Why you know what? You... Here's the thing. Protection from black um, can help you quite a bit in this deck. So can things that natively have Hexproof or Shroud. Yes. Right? Things that natively are Hexproof, Shroud, Unblockable. Right? Yep, Any of those three things where you can't get to them or you can't get at them. Yeah, you can't target them. It or they're the, indestructible, right? Yeah, they're hard to get rid of. That's what Ashes Tashes is for is indestructible. Yeah. And you've got the mass, the sweepers to get rid of the shroud garbage. Like yeah. asceticism is the worst nightmare. Yeah, it's an enchantment. Green, green, four. Green, all, green, three. Green, green. Oh, yeah, we looked that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, green, green, three. All your creatures have hexproof. 
and five regenerate. Player, and regenerate. Yeah. And Hirobi doesn't say cannot be regenerated. So even if some way they did get targeted when they had hexproof, yeah. I could regenerate them. Yep. It's terrible. So, Citizen, yeah, it's a terrible card against this deck. Yes. Okay. Well, let's let's break down a little bit of the recipe as as it appears on paper. So we're talking about control deck, 27 creatures, right? Yep. But the 27 creatures, a bunch of those, or, or f- I think three or four of those are taken up in... Making mana. Making mana. Three or four of those are taken up in, let's call them recurrable creatures or yeah, whatever. To so enable really, some of the things. you're playing 19 or 20 really good mono black creatures. Yeah. One of which is like Gray, like gray Merchant... He's good. Yeah, he's good. Like they're he's good. they're just good black creatures. He's good. You got a lot of black black or yep. triple blacks in there, right? Lots so and lots of that. Gray stuff. merchant. He's good in there. Uh, we're talking about instants and sorceries. Yes. One instant. One. Ooh, not yes. a very good control deck with one instant. Nope. But that's why it's not your typical control that's right. deck. That's right. Because control decks play instants. That's what they do. They go, oh, look at my instance. Nope. Look at my Tower of the Magistrate. Look at my Oasis. Look at my yeah. Yeah, Maze of Ith. I should probably get a Maze of Ith for this deck, to be honest. With yeah, you. I think you have to. It has to be targeting an attacking creature, though. Yeah, but it not doesn't matter. Just don't attack me. I have a Maze of Ith. Well, people don't attack you when you have a Maze of Ith, anyways. Yeah, it's so. Ma- Maze of Ith on roids. Yeah, Maze of roids. <laughs> it sounds like my camp that I work at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirty-six land. Yep. That's a normal number, I think. Yeah, if you're anywhere between 36 and 40, that's fairly normal. Um, two Planeswalkers. Yep. Let's talk about them. Both of them are Liliana. Two Lilianas. Yep. I don't. I'm never a fan of that. I, I always just pick the best version of whatever. Sure. That's yeah. just me. I mean, there is a non-zero amount of times that you would draw the same Planeswalker subtype twice. Yeah. Or more than once, or whatever. Right. Um, the one Liliana, Liliana Vess, she's a tutor. Yeah. We talk about the other tutor, Beseech the Queen. Yep. Right? Liliana is, is uh, her minus two is search your library for a card, then shuffle your library, put that card on top. Yep. Don't have to reveal it, nothing like that. Yep. Just search it, you draw it next turn. Find Touch of Darkness. Yeah, exactly. Or, or Damnation. Or, or Damnation, or whatever it is, right? Beseech the Queen. I don't like that tutor in this deck because you have so many big things mm-hmm. that cost lots of mana, right? So... Beseech the Queen is hybrid, two black, two black, two black. Really, it costs black, black, black in this deck. Yep. Search your library for a card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control. Reveal it, put it into your hand. I don't like it because on turn three, you can't search for anything bigger than three, Three. really. Right? Or turn four, four. Turn five, five. Um, And you have to reveal it. Why not... Demonic Tutor or Diabolic Tutor. I didn't want to be that guy. It's just yeah. there, like, if I'm going to play a tutor, I'll... Make it a fair one? It's a fair tutor. It's I just there it's to fair. it's there to keep the deck kind of less... De- I mean, it's already pretty degenerate. Like, looking at the deck, playing the deck, it's super degenerate. It already makes people kind of hate you. So why, yeah. huh, Demonic Tutor, I'll find something to just ruin your life whereas you play something like that like they kind of know you show it to them like yeah they're ready for it it kind of makes your life harder but it's just there to kind of keep the game politically yeah a little I, bit more I balanced so. and fun you should play it in the deck uh, or in a deck that plays ad nauseum just just to gamble just to yeah. run another tutor yeah it costs six guys <laughs> right. anyways yes so you got beseech the queen you got liliana vess yeah. Liliana's ultimate is also really good. Yeah. If you can actually get her to that. Put all creatures from all graveyards onto the battlefield under your control. It's super greedy, but oh man. That's good. There's nothing left for Hirobi to target. You just swing in. Yep. Now they're yours. I think most of the time you, I would be playing her to tutor. Me too. She's a five mana tutor two cards. Yeah. 90% of the time. Gain you a couple life when somebody attacks her to kill her. Yeah. Right? So they don't have to discard the next time around the table, right? Correct. Um. Yeah, two cards for five mana and gain their smallest attacker in life. Yeah, right. It's, I think it's that's not fine. the worst. I think that's fine, especially because you got cards like what's it called, Touch of Darkness. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh. Okay. So let's get into it. How spicy is it really? Let's get numerically. into numerically. Numerically. Yeah, because we do that here. We have a formula. Yep. We're geniuses. Yep. 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 Okay. Ryan so the formula had nothing to do with it. No. 
Come on, give yourself some credit. Okay. Okay, so right as of now, uh, what are we, February 25th? Fifth. February 25th, 2017, there are, oh, I better double check. (laughs) (laughs) Rats. 90 Hirobi decks. Maybe people have heard us talking about it. Four more. You can still see my deck list in the recent decks. Oh, yeah, you can. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, no way. I didn't even notice that. That's pretty good. Wow. That's cool. You're like a celebrity on the Hirobi page. There it is. So there's 90 of them. Average converted mana cost of your deck, 4.2. So pretty high. Very slow, high. right? Very slow deck, yes. Slow deck. Uh, great when people don't know what yeah. it is. Right? It's super great against new people. What yeah. kind of deck is this? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Critical turn or theoretical critical turn, yeah. let's say six. Yeah, they're super Six maybe. or greater. There might right? not like, even be one because this is a long game deck. It yeah. takes you five turns to kill a guy. Six and is turn- the maximum that we can go. Yeah, and yeah. those turns don't start until turn, Sol Ring aside, turn five. Yeah. The five turn clock doesn't start until, until turn, turn five. five. Yeah. So it's a slow deck. Yeah. Uh, optimal game size, again. Slow, you're going to want a lot of opponents to take a bunch of heat before you do. Exactly. And you're going to want to politic your way up to turn five, six, seven, eight. So we're going to say optimal game size, five or more people. Yes. For this, I, we could streamline this build. We we could, but with oh, the yeah. build that we got now, it's definitely for a bigger game, which yeah. is what we tend to play. We're yeah. a big game environment. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. So uniqueness rating, we look at all of the matches on... EDH rec because yep. there's about 165 or 170 cards that come up when you search for Hirobi. Of of that list and Brando's list, 22 cards on Brando's deck in Brando's deck are unique from the ones that are showing on EDH rec. Yeah, 22. That's pretty high. That's when you look at Zada from last week, my Zada seven cards were different than EDH rec. Yours 11. Yeah, he's twice as spicy. Yes. So when we combine all that stuff together, we got a uniqueness rating of 38.2. It's pretty spicy. Uh, I'm trying to remember my my Zata was like 18. Yeah, I think Yours mine, was 25 or something? Yeah, 24, 25. Not the... 38? 38 is very high. That's Burn your spicy. tongue. Make your eyes water. Yeah. And it's going to make people's eyes water too. That's one of the fun things about this deck. That's it. Okay, so looking at what it's going to cost you. Now, again, Brando entered some of his stuff in as foils. Because I'm not a pleb. Not a pleb. But if you want to be a non-pleb, foil-playing dude, it's going to set you back about 600 bucks. Big now, time. 630 bucks. Now, not really, because when you take out like a Blightsteel Colossus, a foil one, $52. When you have a foil Urborg Tomb de Yawgmoth, $27 when realistically like a a non-foil herborg costs half as much. Yeah. Also all the fomps, all the fomps, all the swamps are foil. There's lots of like little piddly stuff that when they, like even Hirobi, like Yeah, you know what? He's an 80 cent card, but as a foil, I think he's like five or six dollars. Yeah. He's, fi- he's 500% more. When I look at uh, when I look at swamp, foil swamp on tapped out, it tells me that they're 75 cents a pop, right? Which and is not true. Well, it depends well, how scumbag he, your local game store yeah, is. Yeah, you go to your local game store, you want foil lands, you're paying 50 or 75 or a dollar, depending on how scummy you are, how much money you spend there, right? But yeah. if you're wanting to fill Hirobi's deck, exactly how Brando built it, 25 uh, non-foil swamps, they're a cent each on tappedout.net. Yeah. And Realistically, yeah. that's that's taking like 50 bucks off the cost of the deck or whatever it is, right? Yeah, you could come to my house and I'll give you 25 bucks. I bet you if you want to build Hirobi exactly how Brando has it, all non-foils, you could build it for under 200 bucks. I wouldn't go that low. Under 275. Sure. 275. And a lot of the cards in it are your mono black staples. A, that's why they're expensive, but B, that's why you might already have them. Yep. Right? Talking about Shieldred, talking about Massacre Worm, talking about reassembling skeleton. Um, Bloodgast. Bloodgast, Cryptgast, whatever gasp you want, yeah. right? Um, so pretty spicy, but also going to cost you if you don't have a little bit of a, a deeper collection. Yeah, you got to have a deeper a deeper card pool to, to dip into, as I'm lucky enough to have. Yeah, and I guess the final thing on the budget is if you did want to make some cuts for budget reasons... 
Um, would you maybe cut something like Ulamog? Coslet, you could cut an Ulamog or a Blight uh, Ulamog steel. is a little bit trickier. Because he's indestructible. Little, right? Exactly. He's very good. But you could drop Kozilek for sure. Drop Kozilek and, and instead, because Kozilek is like, okay, so your foil one is 35 bucks. Kozilek's yeah. probably like 15 bucks if he's not foil, right? Yeah. Um, he draws you cards. Yeah. Could you put in like Sign in Blood, Ancient Craving? Could you put in um, Knight's Whisper? Any of the cards that that you pay two or three mana for, you draw two cards, you lose two life. You know example. what I was actually thinking of putting in here? This I was actually thinking about it since last time we talked about this. I was thinking Pestilence Demon. Pestilence Demon. Because Pestilence Demon... He doesn't target. While necessarily kind of bad for you, if you really, really, really need to kill something with Shroud, Pestilence Demon will get the job done. I suppose... Yeah. As long as it's not like a twenty twenty. Yeah, as long as it's not a giant, <laughs> huge thing, which, I mean, nothing that big has Shroud unless somebody gives it Shroud, and they can't give it Shroud. So it's I perfect. Suppose. I like Pestilence Demon. I like... And Pestilence Demon's going to cost you like 25 cents. I like Overseer of the Damned. You're playing Army of the Damned in there? Yeah, we could pop that out. Mostly for, I guess, blocking purposes and stuff. Yeah, it's to get me more dudes. It gets you more dudes, but so does Overseer of the Damned. 5-5 five, five Flying Demon for 7. Again, it costs seven. He's on the top of, yeah. uh, oh, he's on the middle of the curve for this deck. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, when he enters the battlefield, destroy target creature. And if he's maybe one of the guys you can reanimate, you can yeah. destroy two things, three things, whatever. Whenever a non-token creature and opponent controls dies, you get a two-two black zombie. So there's your blockers. Just start yeah. mowing down down everything yeah. that you're already mowing down. Doing what you're doing, you're gonna get dudes. Yeah, get dudes, and that could be maybe a third or fourth way to win is you can amass an army of zombies. Yeah. And if you have something like um, Eldrazi Monument, which you play, yeah. those guys are all three threes, and they're sack fodder, and they fly. And another good reason to play yeah. coat of arms. Oh, oh, don't do it. No, don't do no, it. Never. Okay. God damn. Milk list. Yes. We talked about milk list Zada. Yeah. Let's look at your curve. Let's see. You've got things at one, two, three, four, five. You have zero five drops in this deck. Boom. Oh, no, you don't. You have some. Ah, shit. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, 11, 10. You got it. We're going to do it all. It's all the way up to the top. Let's check it out. Okay. We're not doing zero drops. We're doing one drops. Soul Ring. You playing it? Yep. Yeah, you are. Next one, Demonic Tutor. You playing it? Nope. No. Yes. Phyrexian Arena. Ooh, that's another good card draw spell. Maybe you could cut Kozilek. Possibly, but then it would be a less spicy deck. You're not playing it. Damn, damn straight. Cryptgast. Definitely playing, playing that it. Playing it. Mana yeah. Doubler. Talked all about that one. Gray Merchant. Definitely playing that one. Playing that one. That's the five drop slot. Six drop slot. Caged Sun. Yep. Playing it. Ooh, not, this is not going it, good for you. It's not even black. That shouldn't count. I want to but recount. It's played in black decks. Yeah, it's played in black decks. Hey, man, you can't argue with the stats. No, I can't. Shieldred at seven. Damn straight. Playing it. So good. That's why she's Decree a of Pain. There's your wrath. And a card draw spell. You could cut Kozilek. Decree of Pain. Yeah, Decree of Pain. I even have Decree of Pain. I have a foil Decree of Pain. Oh, yeah, foil. Okay, uh, nine drop in Garrick's Wake. Wrath, everybody's bored. You Don't play, play that one, one drop in Garrick's Wake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't need Gar Ingar yeah. week. One drop in Touch of Darkness. Yep. Eleven drop. Oldamog. Oh. Ulamog the Intimate Guyer. The good one. The good one. Not that the old one isn't good, but not, not this good. Not that the new one isn't good. Yeah. The I mean, old I should, one. I should play the new one instead of Cosmic. He's indestructible. There it is. There it is. You heard cool. it here. Okay, so you're playing him. Twelve drop. It that betrays. Another Eldrazi. Don't have that one. Not playing him. Nope. Ugh. <sighs> 13, Emrakul, Promised End. Can't. Not playing it. No, you can't, can't play that. Oh, right, can't yeah. play the next one. Eon's Torn, yeah. Emrakul, Eon's Torn. My deck torn. doesn't even go that high. I don't do no 13, 14, 15, anything. I'm insane. Oh, yeah, that's right. If okay. I'm paying that much mana for something, the it bottom better of the be list. Robies. Swamp. You're playing it. <laughs> of course I'm playing Swamp. Like, Milk list matches. Seven. seven. That's lots. Seven, but you still got a spiciness rating of like, what did we say, 48? Yeah, I make up for it by having a build around 38. commanders. Sorry, you can play all sorts of... 38. 38. Yeah. And you do that by having a commander that you can build all sorts of crazy stuff around. 
You can yeah. play all sorts of cards. Like, what are you doing? They're in your commons box. They're on the ground. People will give these to you if they've been playing Magic for a long time. If you go to some old-time Magic place, hey, you got a touch of darkness? They'll be like, <laughs> and they'll throw one at you just to make them go away, <laughs> just, just to make you leave them alone. It's a real thing. That's how I got mine. That's an actual <laughs> Is story. Is that where you got that scar? Yeah. <laughs> I asked Corey for one, and he was like, get out of here, pleb. What do you want to do with that? Yeah. And then later on, he 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 rage quit because of it. He was the pleb. Yeah, F you, Corey. <laughs> Bam. Okay. That's it. Are we going to go barbecue now? Or are we going to... What are we going to do? Drink beer. We're going to drink we gotta beer We got to stop and, and get beer. Yes, we do. Oh, sweet, sweet beer. I love beer. So My get... sister's new boyfriend, he said, uh, you know, I've met your brother like two times ever. And both times... And don't take this the wrong way, he said, but all he did was just tell stories about beer and drinking beer and liking beer. That guy must really like beer, he said. My sister was like, Yeah. Yep. How else do you respond to that? When you were saying that, I'm like, yeah, that's how it is. That's it. Yeah. Beer. And I was watching hockey today, beer and hockey, at like 10 in the morning. It's almost like we're Canadian people. And it was cold. The rink wasn't even heated. Oh. I had my Tim Hortons ice cap. And it was like a brick. It was refrozen. You were drinking Tim Hortons, watching hockey, talking about beer in an unheated rink. Yeah, and I even... Were you wearing a toque? I had my hood. Don't need a toque. It's basically the same thing. No, I don't need a hood. It's the Canadian thing. It's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was great. I... It was exciting. The other most Canadian thing you're going to hear... Sorry, but this is the end of our episode. <laughs> oh, we got that. <laughs> oh, yes. We are going to go after the Christian Coalition Outreach yep. on our next episode. Whenever that happens, it'll probably be pretty soon within the next week or so. Remember to like, favorite us. If we're hosting on a website yet, remember to like them too. There's probably lots of great stuff there because they're hosting us. they got to be legit. Yep. Until our next episode, I am Brando. I am Ryan. And we will see you next time on Commander Cookout Podcast. Music! Yeah.